Before we begin, if you like these podcasts or you like the content that we put out on Instagram or on Facebook or on any of the other platforms, you might be interested in subscribing to our Patreon page and providing us with a little bit of support. Now, on the Patreon page, you're going to find lots of recordings from the past, lots of recordings now, I think, a number of different articles that I've written. And every two weeks when we have a live session, the connection sessions, which take place via Zoom, I put the recordings of those, the full recordings up on Patreon so you would get access to those as well. So if you are interested in providing a little bit of support, I'd be very grateful. The link to the Patreon page is available in the description of this podcast. Thanks a lot. In the name of Allah, the Beneficent, the Merciful, may the peace and the blessings of Allah be with all of you. I hope that everybody is exceptionally well. May Allah Almighty bless you and your families and your loved ones. And I hope that everything is going well for you at this moment in time. May he forever keep you in his mercy and his kindness. In this audio, I want to reflect upon a statement that's made by the spiritual writer Thomas More. And he wrote that without this lowly incorporation of the sacred into life, religion can become so far removed from the human situation as to become irrelevant. Now, I put that on an Instagram post. I put the link to the Instagram post in the description to this podcast. So if it's a bit complicated, go and have a read of that and it will shore up your understanding. I'm going to read it to you again to make sure that you uh, get the picture. It says, without this lowly incorporation of the sacred into life, religion can become so far removed from the human situation as to become irrelevant. Now, to engage with this statement, we have to consider very carefully what it is that we understand Islam to be, our religion, our way of life, our way of acting, our way of interpreting and processing the experiences that take place in our life. What is the purpose of that? And how do we utilize it to ensure that it doesn't become irrelevant, that it doesn't become merely a cultural identity or something that we hold on to, a club that we are a member of, but rather it is a transformative process, a technology of transformation in the words of our teacher. Sheikh Ibrahim, which begins to transform the way that we perceive the world and also impacts or no, not even impacts, you know, um, dictates the nature of our interactions, the nature of our experiences, the nature of the way that we process the world around us moment by moment, second by second. And something that Thomas More says here is that we have to have a lowly incorporation of the sacred into life, meaning that there is no distinction in the Islamic tradition between what's termed the sacred and the mundane. And this is why our religion, why our path is anything but irrelevant. In fact, when we look to the Sunnah, the example of the Blessed Messenger Muhammad, may the peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, and remember our interpretation, our understanding of the Chosen One, may the peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, is that he is the archetype of human perfection. He is the pinnacle of what humanity is capable of. And therefore, when we look at his noble example, when we look at the way that he lived, he made sacred every tiny minuscule element or aspect of his life 
and he taught us to do the same thing. So I remember having discussions with Christian missionaries in the past who said to me, well, do you really believe that the Almighty cares about what foot you use to step into the bathroom? Well, there's a different way of interpreting that. Not that Allah Almighty is a punitive Lord who is attempting to catch us out, for example, but rather that the Sunnah of the Blessed Messenger, the example of the Chosen One, is so detailed as to ensure that every single moment takes place in our lives, every experience, every word, every place that we go to, we bring the Almighty with us, as it were meaning that we are constantly in his presence by means of that God consciousness in Arabic taqwa, that proximity to the Lord of all the worlds, which brings the sacred into every single moment, into the tiniest thing. When, for example, we are waking up in the morning, we begin with the name of Allah Almighty and we make a supplication. When we enter into the marketplace, when we greet people, we use one of the names of Allah Almighty, as-salam, as-salamu alaykum. When we say that we're going to do something tomorrow, we, we basically, basically implore or plead with the Almighty, inshallah, with the will of the Almighty. When we see something amazing and remarkable, we say subhanallah. And if you look in the books of dua, if you look in the books of supplication from the Blessed Messenger Muhammad, may the peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, they are replete with supplications for particular situations. When a person puts their clothes on, beginning from the right-hand side and making a particular supplication, remembering the Almighty, remembering the context that we actually put our clothes on in that these clothes are not like you know something to be thrown away or something insignificant or i've only got this shirt to wear today no the clothes that you wear the food that you eat the opportunities that you are afforded the oxygen that you breathe the the place that you live all of these things are blessings which are afforded to us from the almighty and our religion, our path, does exactly what Thomas More indicates here. He says, a lowly incorporation of the sacred into life, incorporating Allah Almighty into things which might be considered lowly, things which might be considered mundane, things which might be considered insignificant, that the days pass us by because we don't see them as these massive, you know, enormously consequential experiences. Well, I didn't get to, you know, go to the moon today or I didn't get to bungee jump or I didn't get to do X, Y, Z. I didn't make an enormous jump in my career or it wasn't my birthday party or I didn't have a child, etc., etc. It's only these major milestones in life when we fall down before the Lord of all the worlds and prostrate and thank, thank him for the mercy that he has bestowed upon us. But in reality, Islam teaches us to do that differently. It tells us to, in each moment, be grateful and thankful to have shukr to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to Allah Almighty, for everything that he has afforded us. And that means taking a step out of the door consciously, stepping with our right foot, saying Bismillahir Rahman Rahim, or reciting the supplication that is recommended by the Blessed Messenger Muhammad, may the peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, to remind us that stepping out of the door is not something mundane. It's not something normative. It's not just a, a throwaway moment. In fact, every single moment of your life, every second, every opportunity, every breath that you bring into your body, everything is a gift from the Creator subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because our path is built upon this foundation, is built built excuse me, is built upon this existential foundation of gratitude, realizing that every moment, regardless of what we think of it, regardless if we've been trained to ignore it, and that's one of the, the dangers of modernity is that we're so deeply focused on what is to come and how things can get better and how this can be improved or how this moment is unjust or how this moment is lacking or how this moment is not good 
enough for me. We're trained to think in that manner so that we no longer see the beauty of the moment that's in front of us. So the Almighty subhanahu wa ta'ala has delivered us to this point. He has created all of humanity, all of the existence, all of the, the myriad occurrences, the, the uncountable number of incidences and events that took place throughout the history of the universe so that you could reach this moment exactly where you are right now and then that moment goes by unnoticed. Then we don't even look at it. We don't even think of it. We think of this as a stepping stone to reaching the future, stepping stone to reaching the next ten, the next thousand dollars, the next job, the next opportunity, the next child, the next spouse, the next whatever it might be. And so we're rushing through life at this uh, hyper speed without being capable of stopping and seeing the beauty of this moment and making the moment sacred, realizing that whatever it is that we're doing, if we slow down the pace a little bit, then we have the capacity to see the divine hand over the moment in which we are operating. So now, if your day has been hectic, if you've got lots of meetings, if you've got lots of responsibilities, if you have to do X, Y, Z, how often do you take the time to stop and to appreciate the beauty of the moment that you are in, even in that frustrating meeting, even in that time when you have to rush about to make sure that you get something done for your family, to have the opportunity to do so? to have been afforded the responsibility to, to look after your family, to attend this meeting, to be able to make a contribution to the universe, to witness the people around you. The people around you are, are miraculous themselves. Every person that you speak to is a messenger sent to you by the Creator, subhanahu wa ta'ala, by Allah Almighty, in order to reveal something to you. But do you know how many people pass you by on the train, for example? Do you know how many people are in the meeting that you don't even know exist? Do we spend a moment looking around us not with blinkers on what can that person do to help me what can that person do to serve my objectives but rather who is that person and why are they here and why have they been sent by the Almighty to this point in my life? What is it about them? Maybe it's not a deep and meaningful conversation that's going to take place, but there is a purpose and a wisdom to every single moment of your life. And that means that when we realize that, when we understand that the moment is deeply sacred, that there's an immense beauty to this moment, then life becomes more fulfilling. Life becomes more exciting. Life becomes enticing. You want to, to find out about the people who you work with. You want to be able to, to have a conversation with the people on the tube. They might think you're a nutcase, but hey, that's the way it goes. You are a person of curiosity. You become interested in the moment rather than looking at it as this kind of oppressive obstacle to my own success. I want to be here, but it's only this moment that is the bridge between my goals and where I am at this moment in time. It's not something to be utilized. It's not something to be brutalized. It's not something to be exploited. The moment is far more than that. The moment is the Almighty subhanahu wa ta'ala, the culmination of the Almighty's design is coming to you in this very moment. Ah, he's revealing himself to you. What you experience is a theophany, a revelation of the divine names. He is bringing himself to you moment by moment, showing you, teaching you, educating you, nurturing you by means of this moment. And so your responsibility is first and foremost to enter into a condition of subhanallah, a statement of bewilderment at how incredible and how amazing the universe is when things unfold in a manner that you were not expecting. It's not subhanallah like, oh, subhanallah, this is terrible. It's wow, 
I can't believe that happened. I can't believe things unfolded in that manner. But inside, deep inside, there is this absolute gratitude, this deep-rooted trust, this sacred nature, this sacred knowledge of Him, subhanahu wa ta'ala, which makes sure, which protects you from any sense of despair, which is that the moment is unfolding in the way that it has to, even though it's not necessarily according to your desires, even though it's not necessarily according to what you want. He is always present. And he is always guiding the moment. He is always creating that which presents itself in front of you. And if you take a step back and you look around the universe in a sense of, with a sense of awe, with a sense of this bewilderment and a sense of curiosity, rather than a sense of judgment, saying that, you know what, this is remarkable. My life is truly miraculous and I'm really enticed. I'm really excited by what the Almighty will bring to me next and fully aware that what he brings to you next might not be particularly pleasant. It might not be what you want. It might not be, you know, um, ice creams and cookies. It might be something demanding and very challenging and even destructive at times. But inside the person of faith, the person who lives from the ruh, who lives from the soul inside of themselves, then we know whatever comes to us next, whatever reaches us next is from him. And he knows and I do not know. And he is benevolent. And he is the one who wishes me to become whole. He is the one who created me to know him and to worship him. Therefore, I know that if I'm curious and if I come from a place of gratitude deep inside, existential gratitude, and I sanctify every single moment, I sanctify, I make sacred the crying of the baby in the middle of the night and the, the grumpiness of our children and the, the grumpiness of ourselves far more importantly, and the difficulties that take place at work and the sudden changes of plan which, which seem to you know shatter our own goals and our own plans, if we can sanctify them, if we can make them sacred, then we live a far more meaningful, a far more nourishing and a far more beautiful life than we would if we were constantly clenching our fists, trying to strike and fight against destiny. Because you can't. And why would you want to? Ladies and gents, I promise you, I guarantee you that however difficult this moment might be, however challenging the situations that you are facing are, that he is nourishing you, he is nurturing you, he is leading you by the hand to the place that you need to be. This experience that you are in, you have the capacity to decide how you want to face it. How do you want to interpret it? How do you want to understand it? Do you want to understand it as a violent infringement upon your own destiny and your own legacy? Do you want to fight it? Do you want to punch the moment? Do you want to end up in a, in a row, in a confrontation with what is taking place in front of you? Or do you want to submit and surrender to the divine will? Respond to the moment appropriately, don't get me wrong. If something is unjust or inappropriate, then you have the right to stand against it. But what is the inner condition when you stand against it? What is your inner condition when you act? Is it a condition of existential gratitude? Is it making that word, making that response, making your feelings or making your actions in response to the stimuli that reach you, is that sacred? Is that done with the remembrance of Allah Almighty? Remembering the blessed messenger Muhammad, may the peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, how he taught us supplications and dua for every single moment, every single eventuality, every different type of situation, he, he taught us a supplication. And if we don't know those supplications, then let's understand the spirit of the sunnah. 
The spirit of the sunnah is to remember him, to sanctify every single moment, to make every moment an articulation of gratitude to the creator, not allowing ourselves to to be distant from him and infusing the moment with the divine presence. Remember that Thomas More said, without this lowly incorporation of the sacred into life, religion can become so far removed from the human situation as to become irrelevant. Our religion is very human. Our religion is extremely relevant. So therefore, utilize the path as a tool, as a vehicle for bringing you greater God consciousness, greater taqwa, greater proximity to the Lord of all the worlds. And every moment, everything that you engage in, make it be done for his sake and recognize the divine hand in everything that unfolds. And then let me know how the world changes in front of your eyes. Subhanallahi <laughs> <laughs>